welcome to part two of the Tales from the Group Halloween one-shot adventure. Two Tales, two groups. Courtesy of Michael Hunt from Unmade Gaming. Uh, as you probably know in from part one, we are dressed up to get into the Halloween spirit. If you didn't know that, you should probably go back and listen to part one, because part two is not going to make any sense. Um, <laughs> but I am Tyler Linden, and I am dressed up as Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows. And I'm Adam Foster, and I'm just a wrestler. And I am Corey Offenberger, and I am dressed up as Le Batman. And my name is Dustin Fleischman. I am your game master, and I am dressed up as Nandor the Relentless. Ah, uh, yes, Nandor <laughs> de Laurentiis. Why do you, when you do that voice, I all I hear is King Julian yeah. from Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That's King so Julian! <laughs> wow. I don't know why, but uh, anyways. <laughs> well, so speaking dumb. of things from our childhood, yeah. um, as always, we have a question about our childhood to kick off the episode. So for this episode, the question is, what is your favorite Halloween story? I will start. Um, so there would, you know, there becomes a point when you're, well, I was going to say there's a point when you're too old for Halloween, but I know certain people that would take heavy offense to that. Um, but you know, you get, you turn into a teenager, you're too cool to dress up and all that stuff. Um, also we're all dressed up. So what am I saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, and, and you don't participate in the trick or treating of it all and, and, you know, get in the Halloween spirit, but Corey and I still wanted to participate in the Halloween spirit, but we didn't want to dress up. So. Oh no! You think we you're both gonna, took you our took, guitars. Oh, you stole my story. <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll well, think of something else. Go continue. Continue. Okay, continue. Okay. Well, Corey and I decided that we, our costume would be starving artist, and that we would take our guitars out and walk around the, you know, the neighborhood and stuff like that, and we would just like ad lib songs to people like as we walked around, and so we totally did that. Anytime we, we somebody hid in the bushes. In a costume, we hid in the bushes and played the Halloween theme as people walked yes, by. Yeah, we That's were like hiding in the bushes amazing. playing like creepy oh my songs. God. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, people loved our costume. We did not actually take any money from people. People just gave us candy mm-hmm. as yeah. starving artists. So, uh, Okay, so I'll go. I, I, do have, I do have a story. This one's not really as much of a fun story as much as it is a memorable story. Uh, so a, th- a couple of my friends ended up getting married on Halloween. And so we were all together, and one of my friends ended up getting a little too drunk, right? And um, how all good Halloween uh, thing stories start. <laughs> and the thing is, it was sangria that they were serving, and in true Halloween fashion, and true like alcoholism fashion, he just like vomited all over like our bathroom. <laughs> But because of the sangria, it looked like blood. Oh, so oh it, my it God. Almost, it, was the, it almost fit the theme of Halloween. But you know who <laughs> had to clean it up because nobody else would do it? And this is a house that I lived in. I had to clean it up. And I'm like, this is disgusting, but I would rather clean it now while it's still, you know, versus in the, the next day where it'd make it even more difficult. A little bit later... He gets to the point where he's on the toilet and he falls asleep on the toilet. Ew. <laughs> and he can't get up and they're like somebody's got to wipe him. I'm like I'm not doing it. I've already Ew. I've already Ew. I've already cleaned out the uh, the vomit. I'm not doing it. Am I, uh, God bless our friend Kenny. He is a good friend. He wiped this adult <laughs> man. 
and got him like put, got his pants back on him and then put him into the bed. He it, that's just vile. Yeah, Kenny is a saint. Let me just I tell you. I hope that that man uh, is a nurse now because that is that. Is, oh, I probably should have given grosser than anything we encountered in part one of this. Yeah, I, pro- I probably should have given some kind of warning before <laughs> that story. But there you go. I know uh, for me, probably one of my favorite Halloween memories is so about the time that like, you know, like kind of like Tyler said, like, you know, you get too old for Halloween to dress up and stuff. Um, I remember I was in high school and then Alex, the my best friend, we went to the same church and our church one year just for like, do, like for just like the raise money, they decided to hold a haunted house in the bottom of the church. Which was, like, looking back at it, was very progressive of them to do, um, which it was Methodist. And so we were each in charge of a different room. And, like, essentially, like, people kind of just did, like, like silly things and just, like, ooh, like, spooky. Me and Alex, me being the horror fiend that I was and still am, I was like, no, we're making this crap as realistic as possible for, like, for kids trying to make a haunted house. So our room was a saw room. And so what we did was a little bit of movie magic where I was the person that was going to get chopped in half, but we took two tables and we got them side by side, squished me in the middle. So it's just my upper half bent over, but then we filled a pair of my jeans with a bunch of like red paper mache type stuff. And then like when they would walk into the room, it would be all foggy, dark. And then you'd hear someone say like, I want to play a game. And then you saw a... uh a saw that was like an actual like circular saw, but no blade, um, obviously. And it ran through the middle <laughs> and it cut me in half. And then Alex, who was playing kind of like the killer, uh, would chuck the jeans at the people. <laughs> and it was so funny because since it was a church, people took their little kids here. <laughs> oh my God. And my so God. they got to this room and I'll never forget that I saw it out of the corner of my eye. It was a smaller kid and that happened and the jeans fell and it like kind of hit him in the face. <laughs> it wow. like scared him and he started bawling and had to leave. And it was literally like, I'd never felt so fulfilled in that moment on Halloween. How does it feel to be responsible or yeah. be the thing that these kids are probably now talking about in therapy? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I went to a church Halloween haunted house. Um, my story, I used to do Taekwondo at this family-run martial arts center. And this was back in maybe 2006, I want to say. And they did every year an annual Halloween party where they would turn the studio into a haunted house. And so the main, like, area would turn into this, you know, like, maze, essentially, with a bunch of different, like, stopping points. And then there was a second studio that was for, like, candy and snacks and hanging out and stuff. The haunted house was completely optional to go through, but a lot of the students would go. And so... To get to the haunted house, you have to go around the building to the back lot area. They line people up behind the building, and they had this, like, whiteboard that showed how many kids, like, decided to, like, exit early. Because there's a halfway point where you could actually, they had a door open that went into the second room, like, the, the, the debrief room. And basically, if you were too scared to continue on, you could just exit out halfway through the haunted house. 
keep in mind, this is a family-owned martial arts, like, center. This was, to this day, extremely horrifying. The first thing you encountered when you went into this haunted house was they had one of the instructors laying on a table pretending that they were dead with, like, basically this, like, mad surgeon performing an operation on them (laughs) with a TV on in the background that was showing a looping video of actual open-heart surgery. Actual (laughs) surgery. (laughs) What? Like, actual, like, real. Real surgery. I'm like, this is... That's the first thing that you came across <laughs> in this haunted house. The last thing that you came across in the haunted house. I wish I was fucking joking about this. I don't know how they did not get in trouble. Was that there was someone in like what's an, it's not Freddy, right? Freddy's the one with the hockey mask. Oh uh, no, that's Jason. That's Jason. That's Jason. Yeah. Someone in a Jason Voorhees hockey mask with a real active chainsaw. I'm talking a, like, this was not fake. This was not from Party City. It was plugged into the wall, and it, like, smelled like gas. He'd rip it at the very end and chase you out of the studio. That's so dangerous. That was the ending in front of kids. Kids. (laughs) In 2006. We were built different back then. (laughs) That that reminds me. Uh, There was a kid that Tyler and I went to high school with. Um, but this was, uh, actually, I think this was in middle school when this happened. No, no, it would have been high school. It would have been high school because he got a new car out of this. Uh, there's a place in the area that we live where it, it was, uh, so Carowinds used to do this thing or they still do this thing during Halloween called Scarowinds. During mm-hmm. Scarow, uh, Scarowinds, there was an actor who was, had a chainsaw, but the blade was taken off and it's an active chainsaw, kind of like what you're talking about, where the motor's running and he's chasing uh, this kid down the like aisle or like down the uh, road, and accidentally hits this kid in the face and <gasps> breaks his jaw. Oh God! Yeah. Instead of uh, instead of suing Carowinds, though, they had a settlement, and it was enough money for this kid to buy like a brand new like Mustang at the time. Oh damn! <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't you save that for like college or something? But. <laughs> His family was already pretty well off, so yeah, he ended up getting a new car out of it. But he, yeah, he That's came to school. Wild. He had he had like the brace and everything that like surrounded his face. Oh, it God. was it was bad. Well, before we get back to playing pretend, does everyone want to go around and just recap your character? Yes, I play Jason Ziegler, the oldest brother of the three. He's one of the most popular guys in school, and he knows everything about everyone, including maybe something that he regrets knowing about his parents. Uh, I am playing the character Zeke Ziegler, the art-loving, raven-having weirdo brother that only wants to make a name for himself. Um, But after this, he might just stay home and cry um, profusely and not want to leave the house ever again. So, (laughs) (laughs) And I, Adam, over here am playing Buckley Ziegler. The tractor fixing cow milking, milking <laughs> favorite <laughs> hick of the family, <laughs> who after this is probably going to go back to the farm with his paw paw. And I am Dustin Fleischman. I am your game master. Ooh, all right, are we yeah. all ready to play pretend? I'm yeah, ready. I'm ready. All 
All right, so last we left off, you all attended the Carnival of Screams. You were all in a big top at the very beginning for an opening ceremony where Dr. LaBelle introduced a golden coin that he called the Ticket to Paradise that will unlock a secret part of the carnival. Afterwards, you all started searching for the coin, and it led you to the House of Horrors, which was this haunted house that turned into a very realistic version of your parents' home in which all of the actors inside seem to have been your parents. Um, the moment you exited after you found the gold coin in that house, everything seemed to have returned to normal. And that is where we are going to pick up. You all are exiting the ride. You have the gold coin in your possession. Um, yeah, so uh, that, that, uh, that happened. Wait, when we ended that, clown asked if we enjoyed the ride so i i lean over to him and i said this place is fucked up and you're fucked up but we found your stupid little coin so let us out of here oh you found the coin yeah yeah we played your stupid game and and got hurt in the process might i add all of so you seem- just give us whatever the prize is and, and let us go home. We're done with this. Oh, I'm not the one that's going to give you the prize, but I will lead you to the secret part of the carnival. Of course. All righty. Let's, uh, mm-hmm. all right. Buckley, Z- uh, Zeke, we're, we're just, I promise I'm going to, we're, we're going to leave after this. Just, I did, I did uh, unfortunately buy these tickets at a markup, not knowing that they were free and whatever this prize is. I think we could use it. I think mom and dad could use it. So let's just go get the prize. It sounds like it might be some kind of money or something. We'll get that. And then I promise absolutely next we're getting out of here. So you all follow the clown going through the uh, carnival center. As you're walking around, you notice that a lot of the people in the crowd, they look kind of delirious. Like they're all very wide eyed. Some of their eyes look very bloodshot. Some people are behaving very erratically. Um, around you. You hear people like muttering to themselves. Um, People are like scratching at their arms. Uh, It's kind of an unsettling vibe throughout the carnival center as you follow this clown. Uh, I don't think everybody else is having too good of a time either, y'all. Yeah, they probably all went on that stupid ride or or any of the other rides if they're anything like that one. That was ridiculous. I'm kind of scared just, to know what the zipper is now. I just want to know how they how they knew what our what our house looked like. Do you think mom and dad are all right? Yeah, no, no, no listen, see that that wasn't mom and dad there. That was just that was actors playing them. I I don't know. It's kind of like how you go into like an illusionist, uh, you know, when you go see like a magician or an illusionist, and and they suddenly know all this stuff about you. Like it's all. It's all in, 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 you know, reading your facial expressions and how you react to things. And, and really like, none of it's so. real. Yeah, I really hope so, because that was, I, yeah, I, I did not, I did not enjoy that once whatsoever. Um, okay, where does he seem to be leading us to? So the clown is taking you through the carnival center and you end up sh- going towards the far end of the center, towards the back. And there is this exit that he points you to where there are two clowns stationed. These are probably the most horrifying clowns that you have seen so far. Oh, God. <laughs> um, and he turns to you and he says, so, so present, present the gold coin so that you may gain access to the carnival backwoods. The backwoods. Okay. Um, I assume that just means some kind of green room. Zeke, you've, you got the coin, right? Yeah, I, I have it right here, and I, I reach into my pocket, and I present the coin. 
both of the clowns look at each other and they start clapping aggressively and they do like a little like creepy like jig and they're like, ooh, congratulations. Yes, right this way. Just keep following the trail to your prize. Um, as much as I love getting away from all of you freaks, uh, you, no one's going to follow us over there. We're, we're just going into these woods by ourselves. Yes. Well, don't forget, we will be keeping a watchful eye. Okay. I'm guessing it's just all part of the show again. Yes, that's right. It is all part of the show, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think this show is going to get renewed for a second season. I'm just going to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> all right, Zeke Buckley, you guys stay, stay, stay close. Don't, don't wander off. So you all um, walk down this path, and you're basically in this very dense wooded area. And you can see on either side of you, there are these, you know, sort of like prop stands, these high wooden fences that are painted to look like various, like stereotypical carnival scenes. Um, There's a lot of dense fog in these backwoods. And it kind of actually, weirdly enough, looks a little bit like some sort of rest area for like staff and for, you know, anyone who's a part of the employees, like basically take a break because there's a bunch of like discarded equipment and like things that look broken down that are littered throughout these woods. What is this thing that just leading us to the, through the junkyard? What the hell is this? I was thinking that they clearly had some big budget with that whole show in the house, but I'm, now I'm looking back here. They couldn't even spice up the special VIP area. Like, what is this? Well, no, man, we're behind the scenes right now. We're 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 taking a look behind that there curtain that they got. But where where are we supposed to supposed to go? They didn't really tell us how to get to where we need to get to. They just said to go into the in, into these backwoods. As you are walking down the woods, Zeke, you turn a corner and this loud snarl catches you off guard and you come face to face with a tiger that is inside of a cage um, just on the other side. And it's like its face and its paws are up against the cage and it's like snarling at you and trying to get at you, but it's still locked behind the cage. I, I jump backwards to, because it startled me. You good there, Zeke? Yeah, I think hey. I'm just I'm just a little a little jumpy. There's just so much has happened. I just I I I'm not I just don't feel comfortable here, you know. You're all right. He's he's behind bars. He can't hurt you. It's it's all again, it's all like part of the show or whatever. The tiger lunges at the cage again, and then Zeke, I'm going to have you roll four. Move. Uh, I'm still scared, so I get one less. I didn't roll a uh, a six. I failed. So you stumble backward and your foot trips on what feels like a large tree root and you fall over. And you're going to yeah. take the... Are you already injured? Yeah, I'm scared. I'm not injured. You're scared. You're going to take the injured condition. Okay. Hey. Oh, hey, hey, Zeke, you all right, man? Come on, you got to be... Watch where you're going. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm just... Again, this is this place. I just want out of here. Can you can you help me up? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. And I give him my hand and help him up. Can I look around and see? Can I see? Is anybody like watching us from anywhere? Like, do I see cameras? Do I see people watching? You know what's going on? Yeah, roll for an investigate. Uh, one six. 
as you're helping Zeke up, you notice that the root that he tripped over was actually a giant wire. And you follow the wire up to a tree where you see a control panel. Whoa, guys, check this out. This is some real behind-the-scenes stuff. Whoa, what's that? What is this? Why is there... I mean, it's uh, it's clearly a control panel. I don't know if it's for a ride or for lights or for the pig top or what. I I don't know, but I don't, it's weird that they would put it back here, right? Did they say anything on it? Um, yeah, let me look. Is it is it labeled at all? Roll for calculate. Oh, calculate. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I only have one <laughs> in calculate. Nope. So with no sixes, you don't know what this control panel does or even how to, like, manipulate it. Could I tinker with it and see if I can see what it does? Yeah, absolutely. I want to, oh, yeah, I want to tinker. I mean, I guess he did fix up his tractor, so I, yeah. I don't is, know. Maybe he could play and with And you it. can take a ride on that big green tractor. Let me tell you what. Which is kind of miraculous, considering he's only 10. <laughs> yeah, in, in Indiana, where Grandma and Grandpa live, things are way crazier. Well, how about that? We got seven dice in that, and uh, we didn't get a single six. So you tinker at this box, um, but as you tinker at it, it sparks... And are you injured yet? Uh, if I am, would you not give me a condition? <laughs> <laughs> what conditions are unchecked? Uh, all of them. So as you're trying to tinker with this device, it sparks and malfunctions, and you jump back. You're going to take the injured condition because the spark actually singed your hand. Oh, woo-wee. That's a spicy there cable. So you notice suddenly the animals, which appeared lifelike a minute ago, are suddenly animatronic. Uh, uh I think they might, uh, were the things we messing with robots? Uh, well, what, what did, I don't know, what did you do on that panel? Oh, I broke it, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of what it looked like from here. Um, are you okay? Your, your hand looks like it, like it Oh, it's like you nothing. No, it's all good. It ain't nothing like I dealt with on the farm. Well, hey, the good news is I, I think if it looks like these animals were actually animatronic, and I, I think maybe you shut them off, so we should be clear to keep walking. And they didn't really tell us where to go, though. I'm getting really tired of all of this. Yeah, I guess we just keep moving forward, maybe? Yeah, so as you all are walking through the woods, you're hearing this strange buzzing noise. Buzz. Like an electrical buzzing? It sounds like an electrical buzzing, yes. Uh, can I roll Thank an you, Adam, for uh, adding that on. Yes, you certainly can. Okay. We can still kick him, actually, from the Discord without ruining the recording. Yeah, I would prefer <laughs> that. <No. laughs> All right, so Is there a buzz sound effect on Discord? I, I think I found one. <laughs> I have one six. So with one six, uh, Zeke, you look up into the sky, and you see what look to be eyes staring back at you. Um, guys, um, what is what is that? What's what? Oh my it's god! What? And you it's... see me look up at the uh, at the. That's some big old eyes. Do they look like humans? Like, are they tiny eyes or are they like giant eyes? They look like lights to you all, but they're positioned in such a way that they look like two pairs of uh, like a pair of eyes staring down at you. Guys, I think it's the baby from Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I again, I think I think we might be sobering up here because um. Uh, look, you can see it. It's just lights. They're just, they're meant to look creepy, but, and it's like the animatronic animals. Like every, you know, it's all, it's all just a show, right? So let's just keep moving. Let's ignore all the stupid theatrics and just, you know, 
and just turn in this coin and and, and get this prize and get out of here. Right, I'll, you you lead the way. I'm I'm gonna follow behind you. Can I roll and investigate to see? If there is any clues as to where we are supposed to go in this woods. 100% you can roll and investigate. Hey. One. Oh, no. Two sixes, actually. Hey, oh, nice. yo. Enhance the scene or pocket. Let's enhance this one because I do have one pocketed. So as you're walking, you notice that what you thought were overgrown roots when you first enter these backwoods are just a bunch of cables. And something about this strikes you a little odd because it seems like a lot of wires, even though the carnival is pretty impressive, they're really sprawling all over the place and they're all interconnected and they intertwine. They all seem to be uh, creating this sort of intricate branched out design. Okay, so they all kind of seem to be leaning, leading towards one central point, possibly? Absolutely. Um, well, guys, it's it's not exactly clear as to where we need to go, but check out, it's, we're not actually even really in a forest. I mean, we are in a forest, but like, you know, I think, I think it's all still, again, part of the show, because look at, there, there's all just wires on the ground. This is, remember how like bright the carnival was when we were like in the center of it? Like, mm-hmm. and this is probably how they're getting all the power there. Oh, wow, um, man, their electric bill is going to be through the roof. So are you, are you saying that we should follow the wires? It sounds like if we're kind of heading to a backstage area, that, that that's our best bet, that whoever we're supposed to meet is probably at the end of these. And, and maybe, maybe you know, worst case, we find a switch, we can shut all those god-awful lights off, and, and maybe maybe everyone won't, won't be walking around looking like zombies because they can actually see again, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, like I said, I'll, I'll follow you wherever you go. Yeah, just... we're, worst case, we'll find a maintenance worker or somebody, you know, and then they can help guide us to where we need to go. Hopefully... Not dressed up like a clown. So you all follow the maze of wires, and they all lead to this giant wooden fence that's painted to look like a merry-go-round. Um, and you notice that it goes underneath the merry-go-round, so you move around the wooden fence, and you see this gated area that has this giant metal building, and a few people milling about there. Some of them have, like, clown outfits on, but they don't have any masks or anything, like, concealing their eyes. So they're sort of, like, in, both in and out of costume. Okay, look, there's, there's some sane people. We can ask them where the heck we're supposed to go. Well, well should we, or do we, do, like, do we think they're crazy? Well, they're not, Buckley, they're not crazy. They're just acting crazy. It was, uh, it's just a very, very intense theme park experience. It's it's not, you know, it's just very immersive. Like these people back here, they're they're in the employee area. Like they're not gonna be acting in character. I think like, they're these, a little these too are the people immersive. who are on their break. Like they're not trying to earn a paycheck here. So Yeah. I am confused on having a ride inside of the in the back. I did they say we were going on a ride? I think I think they it was just the secret part of the park. I, I don't know if they said ride. Well, I mean, I, I just meant about this merry go round right here. It's kinda odd to put this kind of in the it like in the like you know the workers well it's probably room. you know decommissioned or, or you know or maybe it was last year's big attraction and they had to move the park i man if that was last year's big attraction man I'm, they, they had a big blow up this year <laughs> well clearly they upped their budget this year um uh here i'll i'll go ask someone um excuse me excuse me everyone uh we're the we're the golden coin holders we were told to come this way is there there's a prize waiting around for us somewhere uh, suddenly one of the employees looks at you and looks shocked and stands up and a few employees that were milling about suddenly like run up to you and they're like, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me, this place is off limits. 
Uh, well, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we were told to come back here. We got, we got the coin where the, the VIPs, there's, there's a prize for us? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. That, uh, you have to keep following the backwoods uh, trail to, to claim your prize. You can't be back here. You have to be within the confines of the backwoods. How did you, how did you find us? Well, there's, there's not... There is what's, no backwoods. What you mean? There wasn't really a trail. What? Why? What's? What's back there? Uh, uh, this is classified information. You you'll have to go get the fucking suit. <laughs> 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 it's a good thing he didn't swallow it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pause for a moment uh, For anyone who's not watching the video part Dustin has lost his tooth And he needs to put himself back together We're good. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, that right one is just a little loose So the employee says No, you you go back to the backwoods I'm Everything is fine Just keep just go back to the backwoods You aren't supposed to see this place You're not even supposed to I, 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 never mind. I, I just go back to the backwoods, okay, and just keep following the trail, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, You're sorry, sorry about here. all this. All right, uh, uh, Buckley, uh, Z, come on. Uh, we're supposed to. Whoa, supposed wait, to be question. Here, do y'all do y'all like using the merry-go-round? Buckley, wait, what? The merry-go-round. This right here. I thought you said the wires led no, to a merry-go-round. Uh, isn't it a fence that is painted to look like a merry-go-round? No, it's oh, oh. You saw a wooden fence painted like a merry-go-round? Yeah. The employee that asks you that question looks to another employee, and that employee suddenly turns around and goes back towards the building and goes inside. And the other employee says, turns to you and says, you all should just head back to the backwoods, okay? And just keep following the trail. Yep. Yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're doing that. We're doing that. Yes, please. Go go on. Go on. And he, watch, he stands there and is blocking you from, like, moving anywhere closer. Okay. So I guess we're gonna walk till we're like just out of his eye line, okay? Or like, or just until like we know he can't see us anymore, but not too far. I guess you go ahead, Buckley Zeke. Some something's not right here. That's I I I can feel now. We're not. This is not my uh my distant friend Mikey's uh uh brownies. Yeah, we're us. Like, we're not in Kansas anymore, folks. We're. What do what are what are we supposed to do? Because I'm just intrigued I, on what's inside there. I don't know. Uh, who knows what's in there? You saw what they knew about us on that ride. Like, it, it, they're clearly people are being horrified by what's going on here. And I I would shut down the park right now if I could. But I'm not I'm not like sneaking into their their room there to try to shut anything down. But the only other thing that we can. I, do we need to go back to the back rooms? What are, what are, what's, what, what's our plan? And suddenly you start hearing some loud, like electrical surge noises coming from the direction where that control box was. Um, did, did you guys hear that? Yeah. Do, do we want to go back over there and check or do, do, maybe we could just go back and, and, and look, cause look, we, we can't go back. There's something clearly up with those employees. We can't go back that way. Maybe we have a better chance against animatronics than than we do against disgruntled employees. Yeah, just just a quick little peek, because you know maybe that way we can refine the the way to the backwoods. Okay, well, just everyone be very very quiet and Zeke, watch your feet for big wires. Don't go tripping anywhere. We can't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but something is very off, and we need to be very very careful. Okay. So I guess we're gonna sneak back to where the. 
um, where the the animal, the animatronic animals are or were. Yeah. And see, like, what's going on. Roll for sneak. Oh, no, I'm a minus one, too, now. I'm a minus two, but that still leaves me with six dice. Dang. Hope you, you wrote. I didn't get a six. Ooh, I was going to say, hopefully. Oh, I got. Well, I'll wait for Adam's roll real quick. Yeah, I didn't get a six either. Okay, I got three sixes, so <laughs> How I can, about I can that? give one. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can give one to both of you guys. I think you should Eight. actually pocket one and just give the other one to me. Yeah, so you all sneak back to that control panel, and you notice that it's sparking again. And nearby in the trees, you notice that there are these, like, spotlights. The lights start flashing erratically. It's almost as if the control panel that you all tinkered was the thing that was controlling these lights, and now it's malfunctioning. Mm. Oh, great, Buckley. Look what you did. You Now you broke more of their stuff. Well, I didn't know. I'm guessing we can't see the road that we're supposed to follow. Um, I mean, we can look. Uh, it's kind of hard to see with these stupid lights flashing like I this. I mean, I could try and fix it. Oh, you you want to tinker with it more? I mean, it, there's the only way down is up, and I don't think you can go any more down. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't. Okay, because I don't see an elevator here, so like, I think we're on the lowest part. <laughs> <laughs> I, Buckley, what did they teach you at Grandma and Grandpa's house? Uh, the only way down is to go down, and the and you up is up. All right, fine. You, you want to tinker? Go, go tinker. But don't, don't hurt yourself. I, I promised Mom and Dad I would keep you, you guys safe, and t- or, or just keep you guys safe. You know. All right, I'm gonna tinker with to see if I can fix it. Uh, go ahead and roll for tinker. And I am prepared to use all four of my luck points if I have to on this. <laughs> all right, we're gonna use one luck point. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I got one six. (laughs) (laughs) So with one six, you try to fix this control box, and after a while, it stops sparking, and suddenly the lights that were flickering, like, brighten and then disappear. And then once they disappear, you start hearing this growling and snarling again at the cages, and the tigers that are inside these cages look real again. Gosh, they're real again. No, I I think they're just realistic animatronics, right? There's, oh, who am I kidding? Something is definitely going on here. Something is really weird, and and that probably is a real tiger. Just, just don't, don't go near the cages. Just stay away. Uh, don't do anything that would let them out. Stop touching that control panel. Let's just is the, is the path. Let's just maybe back away. Is there a path now? Yes, there is a path, and you notice that all of the wires that you had seen previously are now like tangles and tangles of roots what the hell is going on here guys do you think those lights had to do something with this and when buckley broke them it i don't know like it like ruined the illusion yeah i think so so do you think this is the illusion or do you think that this is the real no i think the robots are the uh or the this is the illusion guys what if i the first thing i noticed when i walked into that carnival was, was just it was so loud and it was so bright and it was disorienting and and even more so in the in the ride once we went into that fake little house do you think do you think they're using all of these lights and everything to to give people these horrible visions oh it could be wait what kind of, didn't you what kind of fucked up carnival is this wait do you think cuz you saw glass in the in the I big... did wait yes i i saw that in the in the the the, the big top you you thought 
you thought it was peanuts, but I, I saw glass. Do you think that, which one do you think was the illusion? Because now I'm really kind of uh, spooked a little bit. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I don't think they're trying to like fool people into seeing peanuts in a, in a, yeah. in a t- circus tent. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the glass thing if I had to put money on Why, it. You don't know that. They could do the peanuts. because well, then... You're right. That is true. We don't know that for sure. <laughs> but I, guys, this sounds crazy, but we we can't let them do this. The whole town is here. These are our friends, our, our neighbors, like everyone we go to school with. John, uh, John, not John. Uh, <laughs> hey, it only took us like Zeke's, three hours for that to happen for the first time. I know. It's crazy I went that long. <laughs> Zeke's like one friend is here. Like yeah. we cannot eliminate that <laughs> one friend. Um, yeah, we not, have to protect Dustin Fleischman at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> but not, not uh, Dustin. I don't know. He's the only real friend that I have. <laughs> well, if we just got to keep following the trail. And then give someone this little gold coin, and then hopefully maybe that'll just maybe maybe we're like using the coin to turn everything off. I don't know. Uh, but Buckley Zeke, uh, c- come here real quick. I I gotta tell you guys something. Well, what's up? Uh, after after all this, has really made me think. You know how how close we all are, right? You know, mm-hmm. you're Zeke. You're you're a little weird, Buckley. Uh, someone ran over your head with a tractor or something like that. I don't know what happened on Grandma and Grandpa's farm. It, but something, it was Pawpaw. It was Pawpaw. He dropped and, me. It's okay. <laughs> I, I can. I'm sure. Multiple times. <laughs> you remember how mo- Mom and Dad haven't been doing so well, and they've kind of been fighting a lot, and Dad hasn't been eating at the dinner table with us quite quite as much, and mm-hmm. they're gonna not be together anymore in in a few weeks here. Um, after, after spring break, they're, they're getting a divorce. What? Pause. This just maybe after fall break or after the summer, because this is during the summertime. Oh, it's during the summer? Yeah. So, um, actually, I, I actually once, meant summer. Maybe like once school starts up again. Okay, uh, uh taking all that back, sorry, I, I just heard a voice in my head all of a sudden. <laughs> actually, I meant more like, uh, summer, like when school starts back up. Uh, yeah, mom, mom and dad... They're getting uh, a divorce. How long have how long have you known about this? Um. Well, it's it's been a few months now, but I I wasn't like trying to keep it a secret from you guys. I just I I was just trying to you know protect you and protect the family and, and all that stuff. And 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 it's it's complicated teenager stuff. You guys you wouldn't understand. Uh, or maybe. well, Zeke, I think you might be thirteen. I I can't remember. You're kind of a teenager, but it's fifteen year old stuff. You wouldn't understand and. <laughs> I just saw all that in that house and 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 that actor or whatever it was really got to me talking about me splitting up the family and and I don't want me keeping this a secret from you guys, you know, to split us up after, you know, mom and dad aren't together anymore. If I'm being honest, I felt something was off. I mean, they're they're always fighting. They just they're always always at each other and I just I I I didn't realize they were getting a divorce. I thought I thought hopefully they could get through it but i don't i don't know here's the thing is is i i haven't told anyone that not not my closest friends not anybody and mom and dad haven't told anyone that so i don't know how those actors could have known that at all how anyone at this park could have known that but they were referencing it they were talking about splitting up the family and talking about telling you guys this in in that house and so something something is definitely wrong here it's do you think somebody's this isn't just a, a carnival 
Do you think somebody's been spying on uh, on our house? Or do you uh, think those are really our spying, parents? spying. Somebody's in our heads right now. They might. And then I, I look up at the eyes uh, to see. I look up in the sky and see if those eye lights are still there. Yeah, you look up and suddenly the eyes look like some sort of like aliens in the trees that are watching you. I think they might be watching us now. Wait, so you're so saying we need to make a decision quick and get the hell out of here. Wait, so you're Buckley, saying don't repeat that word. Well, wait, fuck. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, don't, don't. I mean, not that one either. Just oh. none of the words. Wait, so uh, you're saying that that the, all the fighting they do, that's not normal. Uh, no, it's not. They should be more like grandma and grandpa where they eat dinner together every night and they, you know, they're, they're friends and they, they love hanging out with you and, and all that stuff. That, that's what it should be like. Oh, that didn't really happen. But I mean, I, that's why I just wasn't, I thought all that was normal. Well, we can talk about that another time. Um, wait, but out of game (laughs) chat. Save that for therapy when you're older, Buckley. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can just talk about all that later. Uh. All like the tangled roots, do they still kind of follow the same look as like they are all leading towards one thing the same way that the wires were? Yes, you know, even though these roots look real, that these were all some sort of illusion. And because Mm -hmm. the control panel was tinkered again, it restarted this illusion. But they all do seem to be flowing towards one direction. I hate to say it, but guys, it's it's all just it's all just an illusion. We can go back to that that back room or employee room, whatever that was, and and we can shut all this off and 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 help everyone. And they're all being their minds are being flooded with these these lights and these illusions and these sounds and everything. And I don't know what this gold coin is, but it's some stupid gimmick. I think we just need to save everyone. Well, what's the gold coin even say? Does this got anything on it? I pull out the coin and uh, I take a look at it. Yeah, you pull out the gold coin and it you realize that the gold coin is just a spray painted coin to make it look gold of President Franklin Delano yeah. Roosevelt. <laughs> <laughs> they could do all these other crazy illusions that they couldn't do it with the coin. <laughs> so it's amazing where places like this try to cut corners. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but we're bringing a we're bringing money back though, so you you're almost there to covering the cost of your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right, so let's sneak back to where the employees are and just be very quiet, and maybe we can find a way in? Yeah, because, I mean, if the wires are going back over here anyway. I mean, anything to get out of here. So, yeah, so we're going to try to go back over there. Let us know if we got to roll something. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to have you all roll sneak. Not again. Okay. All right. Oh, boy. Hopefully you can roll three sneaks again uh, over there. Uh, Mr. Yeah, because I solved my minus one. Oh, I got my own sixes. Well, I'll be damned. Independent now. I got two sixes. Okay, good, because I rolled three fives. Ooh, yikes. Look at yeah. us looking out for yeah, each other. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I want to go ahead and pocket that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give him that six. So you all make your way back towards where you saw those employees resting. And you notice as you get closer that there seems to be an active merry-go-round where that wooden one was. But as you sneak past it, suddenly you feel this like staticky pressure all around you. And at one, at some point, as you walk through these woods, the merry-go-round disappears and you see the back of a wooden fence. 
And then beyond that, you once again see that command center. So inside of the command center this time around, you notice this barrel-topped wagon. Um, And from inside, you can catch somebody moving around, pacing back and forth. And it looks like uh, Dr. LaBelle. Oh, look, it's Dr. Label. Can I, like, take a few steps back? Like, does it feel like I'm walking, like, through something? Like a force field or something i guess i don't yeah when you take a few steps back all of a sudden you feel this like once again this like static like it's almost as if you're moving backwards into molasses and then all of a sudden like a pop you pop back into the backwoods and the merry-go-round reappears um adam could you please give us a pop sound effect there we go. Perfect. (laughs) um okay so i walk back through to my brothers and i'm like Guys, I I think I got it. We just it's like right there is is some kind of barrier. I think I think this carnival is inside of some kind of uh, electronic barrier and they're they're screwing with people's minds in there. They're we need to get everyone out of there or shut it down or something. We can't we can't let everybody just get stuck in there. I don't know what's going on, but they're they're traumatizing the whole town in there. I mean, they did say it was all part of the show. Well, I want to shut the show down. I don't want to be a part of the show anymore. Yeah, I don't want anybody to be a part of this yeah, show. I, yeah, I want this to end as well. What, what, do, what do we do? How do we shut it down? Well, I don't know. We got to... Oh, wait a minute. What? Look over there. Hold on. That's uh, is it, That's the ringleader over there, right? Yeah, Mr. Yeah, that's, uh, that's LaBelle, Patty, right? That's Patty LaBelle. <laughs> Dr. Label. Can I roll and investigate to see what he's up to? Absolutely, but before you do that, you are all now entering extended trouble. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, no. Explain how this works again. So the way extended trouble works is that from this point forward, all of your successes are going to count as an overall success. If you meet a particular number, which currently is three times the amount of kids in the party. So you must make nine successes between now and the end of this session in order to solve the puzzle or the mystery of this experiment. All right. Can I roll for investigate nine times? Yeah. (laughs) You may not. (laughs) Um, So go ahead and give me an investigate roll. Okay. Get those um, luck points ready. All right. I got one six. So with one six, you look around this command center area and you realize that the perimeter fence has a bunch of different control boxes and control panels. The wires that are extending out from under that wooden fence all lead towards this command center. And all of them go into these control boxes that are surrounding this center. Uh, you also notice inside of the wagon, Dr. LaBelle is with somebody else, and they are both monitoring these closed caption TV units that are all cameras pointed inside of the carnival in various locations, including the haunted house. I guess we need to turn off all of these different control panels to shut down the carnival. It's what it looks like to me. I don't. But but without Mr. LaBelle and, and whoever his lackey is to, you know, seeing us. Yeah. So, yeah. I was the... gonna say, should we distract him or? I was going to say, I can tinker pretty good. 
So Buckley, you should probably get over to these uh, control panels and maybe try to shut them down. Is there any control panels that I can get to without having to roll sneak? Yeah, you. there's maybe one that you could just move to. Okie dokie. Could I... What would I have to roll if I wanted to basically hide and yell like, you know, at yell like Mr. LaBelle, there's, you know, there's someone who's gotten out or something like that to try to maybe catch his attention. Ooh. I would say you would just roll for a charm. Oh, good, because that's my highest number minus one now because I am injured. <laughs> one six. Yeah, so you yell that out, and a bunch of the employees look over in your direction and start making their way into the woods, and you can hear some, like, indistinct chatter, and you could see from the window of this wagon, you could see um, Dr. LaBelle is on some sort of walkie-talkie communicating with the staff members. All right, I want to go ahead and tinker one of the control panels. Go for it. I literally almost said companels. <laughs> oh, thank God. I thought I was going to already have to use a luck point. I got one six. So with one six, you go up to a control panel and you shut it off. You just see a lever, you pull it, and all of a sudden you hear what sounds like a power surge. Um, wait, and- wait. Can it be the... It's the sound in Star Wars Episode Four when uh, when Ben Kenobi is like turning down the power. It's like, a boom. It's yeah, like a boom. yeah, exactly, exactly that. So you do that, and you look back towards the carnival, and you notice that even though there's a lot of really really bright lights, there seems to be one section of the carnival where the lights aren't as bright. They're not strobing anymore. They're just normal looking. Guys, I think we did some. Is there anything on the cameras? Uh, I would say roll. Oh, I don't want to do it though. I'm just asking. Yeah, I'll, uh, can <laughs> oh, I roll for? Because I was actually go- I was going to ask if I can look at the cameras because earlier when you said they were looking at the cameras, I was wondering if in the haunted house, if on camera it looked like what we saw, or if it does look different. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say if you want to see what the cameras are looking at, you would have to roll for a sneak to get a little closer. Okay, I'll roll a sneak. So that's eight minus two, so six. Oh dang, you got a good sneak there. Yeah, I guess you are because a weird. because I I try to like not deal with people. I justified it by I try <laughs> to sneak around a lot. <laughs> I got one six. So you sneak a little bit closer to the wagon and you sort of like peer through the window. Um, you don't notice anyone is looking at you right now. They seem to be pretty distracted by following the direction in which they heard um, Jason, you know, cry out. But you see through some of the security camera footage that there seem to be people that look really disoriented. They're like holding their heads as if they they're coming out of some sort of trance, and they're looking around and they look kind of like nauseous. See, it's it's just like I thought. They're they're, they're entrancing people with something. Yeah, you're right. Dr. LaBelle is pointing at some of the cameras and is getting the attention of this other person that he's with whose back is turned to you by, like, grabbing their shoulder and pointing angrily at the cameras and frantically. I don't think he liked that we we turned them off. Can I try to sneak over to one of them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to use my pocket and die for this. Sure. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> 
Ooh, I didn't get a six. Do you have Ooh, a luck point? My extra die. Do you have a luck point? It, no, he's 15 years no, old. No, I have no luck points because oh, I'm, I'm an older kid. I thought you yeah. at least get one. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so you try to sneak your way over to one of the control panels, and as you do, uh, a stick snaps underneath you, and it gets the attention of a guard, and that, are you scared? Um, always. Uh, yes. Or no, sorry, no, I'm injured. You're Uh, injured, but you're not scared. Wow. For the very first time, no, despite everything that you've been seeing today, (laughs) you are going to take the scared condition here. (laughs) Oh, God. Before, I always had some kind of justification of whether I thought it was our distant friend Mikey's brownies or his (laughs) actors, but now I'm, like, realizing, like, oh, shoot, I've put my brothers in, like, real danger. The employee looks over to where he heard that stick snapping. It scares you. You're going to dart closer to the control panel, so you get there, um, and the employee doesn't see you move over there, but he goes in the direction where he heard the stick snapping, where you used to be. Since I don't know how these control panels work, instead of trying to, like, actually push buttons, can I just, like, panic and, like, try to, like, rip uh, some wires out of it, try to unplug something? You sure can. Roll for force. Okay, there we go. Oh, shit. I have minus two. God. <laughs> I only have three. Oh, no. Yes! I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous. Okay, yes, I got one six. Sorry if that was not clear. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. With one six, you just start frantically ripping wires out, and it shuts off. You hear another sound, like a power... What is that sound called? I don't even know. I would, I'll would. i need uh, to know because like I'll have to a, look up the sound effect. <laughs> like a whir? Like a yeah, you hear some sort of whirring noise, and like it sounds like power draining from the device. And when you look back at the carnival, it now looks like half of the carnival lights look normal. They're not flashing and strobing and looking intense. I look over at my brothers, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> big thumbs up. Like, I think we're doing it. They can't really see you because it's late at night and it's dark. And but you you motion, they can kind of see you make some sort of motion. Yeah, I'm like thumbs up. The oh, I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I make my way to another panel? What about me, Corey? You wanted to go. If you wanted to try sneaking as well, that would mean that I would for the final control panel roll a d6 and tell you which person has to be the person to deactivate the final control panel. Okay. If you decide not to go to the control panel, then either Buckley or Jason can go to the last two and deactivate those and you don't have to roll anything if you feel like your sneak is low and it's going to be risky for you to do that. I just say, no, he's got the good sneak. Can I get six dice? I'm also going to try to sneak to the fourth control panel because I now feel terrible that I have put my brothers in this uh, situation, and so I'm not trying to have Buckley get caught. Go ahead and roll a sneak. One each. Okay. Okay. Oh, I got three sixes again. Oh, my God. God. I didn't. I don't can, know how extended trouble works. Can he help me, or is it he just... He can I'm, help you. He can give you a dice, and then he can also enhance the scene. Okay, now another question. Does extended trouble, since I rolled three sixes, only one of those counts as a success or do multiple? When you enhance a scene, that doesn't count as an extra success, but it counts as two successes. Does that because make I'm sense? Because w- you're okay, giving because one to him. To the okay, bonus yeah. one to enhance a scene doesn't count towards the successes for extended trouble. Gotcha. Makes sense. So I'm going to give one to 
um, Jason. Jason. Okay. And I'm going to save one for my... You're going to pocket. I'm going to po- pocket one for my uh, tech roll. All right, so you both sneak up to the final two control panels. Ah, now what do I do here? Because I... <laughs> Well, I mean, you already oh, knew how to destroy it. You just got to do it again. Yeah, but now I have two conditions, and so it's pretty... I, I'm, well, if I f- try to force it out again, I'll have three rolls, which is pretty risky. Forcing it out <laughs> is how you get hemorrhoids. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll for tech. Or tinker, I guess. Um to shut it down. It's like, I'm the DM. I'll down. decide what yeah, I roll. Yeah. yeah, roll for Tinker to shut it down. I'm going to use my extra or my pocketed dice because I only have mm-hmm. one and then, after my conditions. Depending on what y'all do is going to gonna depend on what I do. Because I have an idea. Can I, I guess, can I do the same thing and try to rip the wires out? Yeah, roll for force. I got one six. Dang, no, no sixes again. Ugh. So you successfully shut off the final control panel, but... Uh, Jason, you were trying to use force, right? Yes. So in ripping out the final one, you do get singed by some of the electricity. Are you, oh. You're already injured. You're already scared, correct? Yeah. Um, because this has hurt you again, you're going to take the exhausted condition. God, I'm not doing so good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all four of the control panels are now broken and an alarm goes off inside of the wagon and you hear a muffled slamming noise as Dr. LaBelle slams the desk and he screams, fuck! He says it too. Buckley, don't repeat that. He says it too. Does everyone say it except for me? You get like a pass at a certain age. I'll tell you about it later. Guys, but we need to get out of here now because he's going to be really ticked off. That, Wait, that but who's, who's with the his... other person in there? I want to see a face. So just as you say that, you actually look through the window and Dr. LaBelle is pacing back and forth. And finally, the other person turns around and you see this woman who's in a lab coat and she's watching Dr. LaBelle pacing the room and just angrily like shouting things inco- incoherently. You can't really hear a lot of what he's saying. And she looks concerned. Yeah, what is going on here? Is this some kind of weird, screwed-up science experiment or something? I think I think that's right. I think I think you guys are right. This wait, uh, we've got to do something. How do we? How do we? I mean, we could we could Dr. kill him. Labelle's, uh, I'm just kidding. Well, maybe not. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. How do we expose what they've been doing without bringing oh, attention to ourselves? If it were 2023, we could just go on Facebook Live. It would yeah. be so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> wait, go. Ex- uh, uh, wait, uh, Zeke, is what's the cameras looking like? Like, are you seeing uh, anything else? Like, are, 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 is everything looking back to normal? I, I'd have to take another look. Yeah, as you're looking at sort of the cameras, it seems like the entire carnival now, all the people look really disoriented and nauseous. You should see a few people throwing up and puking. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> the female scientist reaches out and tries to, like, grab Dr. LaBelle's arm, and he flinches away angrily, and he uh, rolls his eyes, and you see him storm out towards the wagon door, and he suddenly throws it open, and he's like, all right, if you kids are out there somewhere, come out from where you're hiding. I, can't, I know you guys are messing with my experiment. Should we give our? Should we? Should we go ahead and go go and listen to him? I feel like no, he might have you, a good. You guys stay. Well, he might have a good monologue. 
well, yes, well, you listen from back here, but if, if you guys get in trouble, mom and dad are gonna kill me, so, and if I go out there, I'm probably also dead, so, it's already lose-lose for me. Oh, you, you're you not, guys are you sure? Just, you're not looking too hot, buddy. Is it my bald cap? Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, I'm not looking good, but it's, it's, it's whatever, I promised mom and dad that I would protect you, and that's what I'm gonna do, so both of you, shut up, and sit down, and stay right there, and do not come out. Okay. Just, please just be careful. So I, I kind of walk out just in, instinctually uh, with my or instinctively with my hands up um, and I'm like, uh, it's Mr. LaBelle, I'm it, it was me. You I'm the one messing you, with your experiment. You're the little shit that's me- messing with my experiment. Do you know how much damage you've done to all of this technology? How much damage? What what are you even doing here? These these people you're. You're traumatizing everyone in this town. We're not traumatizing anybody. This is a social experiment. No one will remember anything from here, or at least now they will, now that you've messed up our experiment. Um, I, I'll, I'm gonna remember what I saw in that house for my entire life. Oh, please, it could not have been that bad. Why don't you ride the ride and see? <laughs> you're right, you're not gonna do that. Obviously, you're not gonna do that. Uh, the woman comes out of the wagon as well and tries to, like, grab Dr. LaBelle's arm, and she, and she goes, Dr. LaBelle, please, just relax, relax. It's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We could, we could fix this. Do I, if, I, if I'm looking at this woman, do I recognize her at all? Like, anything about her? Uh, you could roll for contact. Barely, but yes, I can. You could roll for contact. <laughs> um, okay, so that's seven minus three is four. <laughs> Come on. Yes. Okay. One six. So with one six, she does look familiar and you're trying to like scratch her brain and figure out like, where have I seen this woman before? And you've seen her maybe in passing in like newspapers or on TV. And you recognize that she's some sort of psychologist in town. She's some sort Mm -hmm. of like psychologist. Do I remember a name or anything? You don't, but... Dr. LaBelle turns around to her and says, Dr. Smith, please, I, I have it handled here. We can still fix this. We can still fix everything. And Dr. Smith goes, I think maybe the kid has a point, Aiden, maybe. I mean, people were acting a little bit too erratically. Don't you think this is a little extreme? I, my, me and my two brothers, we're, we're going to be screwed up for this probably for life, or at least they are. I was brave. I was very brave the whole time. <laughs> he just ratted <laughs> us out. Oh, I mean, the my two brothers that are back in the park. Uh, roll, for, are, roll for charm. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, but I have eight minus three, so that's still five, so. What's our uh, number at on successes? Are we there yet? <laughs> uh, nope. Not a six. No sixes. Dr. LaBelle looks at you and says, oh, so you're not the only one that's been messing with our experiments. Oh, good God, this is worse than I thought. Uh, Dr. Smith, Smith, was it? I've, I've seen you on TV. I've seen you give interviews. You, you've got like a public image, right? Like if anyone finds out you were behind this now that it's shut down, I mean, forget how it happened that it shut down, but now that it's shut down, what if people find out this is linked to you? I, I, you know, that, that would ruin your public image. Roll for charm. I I look at Zeke and I'm like, Zeke, I think he just gave her a reason to kill us. 
I better fail, or I better succeed this term. Zeke, I don't know. I think he's talking himself in a ditch. We might need to do something here. I I don't want to roll. I'm too nervous. You might need to help him. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get a six on that one either. (laughs) So this terror suddenly crosses Dr. Smith's face, and she takes a step back, and she starts shaking her head. She's like... Aiden, I, I, I think we've got to, I think we've got to run. I think we've got to make a run for it. And Dr. LaBelle says, he can't, he's bluffing. He's bluffing. He's not going to leak any information out to the press. I, I, I don't need to leak it. Everybody here is woken up from your stupid light show. They all know that there's something going on. And who at the beginning of the show was in the very middle of the tent introducing us to this, this shit show. Dr. Smith says, they won't, they won't, he won't, they won't, they won't know. They won't, we gotta, we gotta go, we gotta make a run for it. We've gotta make a run for it, Aiden. And she grabs onto Dr. LaBelle's arm and the two of them turn and they start fleeing into the woods. Uh, are they running in our general direction? Yeah. At this point, uh, Buckley would like to use his iconic item, which was a crowbar, uh, and would like to hit the kneecap of Mr. <laughs> Mr. LaBelle. Oh. Oh my god. Oh, god. Don't forget that this guy's already on a cane. Oh my god. <laughs> Adam, that's horrible. Okay, I'll make sure I would like to use it on the bad oh, you're knee. You're about to fucking Tanya Harding this bitch. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> I'm using it on the bad knee. How about that? Did it, wait, did I take did I take a condition from that fail or no? No, you did not. I got a good feeling about this one. <laughs> we got two sixes. Nice. Enhance or pocket? Uh, We're going to enhance it to the point where somehow the two sixes turn into two hits. So we actually hit both his knees (laughs) in one swing. (laughs) God. It's kind of like the one where you nick it and then you hit the other one. (laughs) So you swing your crowbar at Dr. LaBelle's knees as he's fleeing the woods and you hear this sharp crack and this guy just drops. (laughs) And Dr. Smith frantically looks at him and kneels down. He's like, oh my God, Aiden. Oh my God. And all of a sudden, all of these employees swarm towards you. But all of this commotion seems to have caught the attention of some of the guests inside of the carnival. They can hear all this noise coming from the backwoods. And because the clowns are now coming out of that area that was originally blocked off, there's too many guests leaving the carnival uh, at once for them to control the guests. And so suddenly the guests are coming across this scene outside nice all of the guests seem really really dizzy and ill and when they're stumbling out they aren't really able to take in anything that they're seeing but one of them goes hey hey wait a minute this is the guy that had us doing some sort of weird gold coin scavenger hunt and i saw a bunch of different horrifying images of my mother telling me that I'm a failure was my worst fear. <laughs> I want to I, I want to speak up and like stand out and, and I take out the coin and I throw it at uh, Mr. LaBelle. I'm like, I have your stupid coin. I I saw my saw my dad get stabbed by my mom. Do you know how traumatizing that is? And I just I want to make like a huge scene trying to make the blame on this guy nice. even worse. Yeah. Dr. LaBelle is just like clutching his knees. He's like, oh God, I'm, I'm ruined. How am I ever going to walk again? 
And Dr. Smith looks at you and looks at Dr. LaBelle and shakes her head and she stands up and she's like, I have to be honest. I'm sorry. I, I, I should have known something was wrong when we first started doing this experiment. Uh, the, the, the level of trauma that I've inflicted on these people, it, it, it's wrong. It's wrong. Oh, you see that now? Kid, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean for this to get out of hand. You you've got to believe me. I was I was working underneath his guidance. We. This is something that I'm gonna have to live with for the rest of my life. Hey, which one of those control panels uh, did that haunted house ride? Maybe we should send uh, this doctor on her own journey. Wait a second here. <laughs> You're one of them psych psychologists. D- did you know about? Do you have our records? It, it, it's hard to explain, but basically there was a. A, 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 a malfunction at one of the labs and they created this surge of power and all of these blinking lights and sounds uh, basically created these hallucinations. And we just, we figured if we could test it on a larger crowd of people, maybe we could understand it a little better and prevent something like that from happening again. And I've just... I'm sorry, I didn't mean for it to get this out of hand. It was just he, Dr. LaBelle, insisted that we needed to understand this and, and kept pushing me, and I, I relented, and I'm just, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So that's what that permission slip we signed at the entrance was. God, that's why you always read the terms and conditions <laughs> yes. before you agree. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We didn't do that. That would have made your situation better, though. <laughs> so our, but that's not true. So is this thing finally turned off, like, for real? Well, I mean, you damaged all of the control boxes, and the only thing that you managed to do was seal in all of this trauma that we could have shut down. But I don't know. Now everyone knows. Now everyone knows we weren't. This was supposed to be a secret experiment, and my image—it's—it's it's tarnished. Well, you said that no one was was gonna. When Doctor LaBelle was yelling at us, one of you said that no one would remember this after the experiment. Experiment, right? After they left. So you had a way to reverse it? To, to get rid of it? We did, but all the equipment's broken now. And one of the attendee goers was like, Hey, I'm the one earlier that said that emission was free. You gave me free trauma for the rest of my life? I'm <laughs> suing the shit out of you. And then a bunch of other people in the crowd are like, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna sue. We're gonna yeah. sue. It's a class action. Wait. Yeah, class action lawsuit. Wait, question though. We gotta find... If this is all a... a just an illusion. We gotta find that Kathy woman. I hope she's okay. <laughs> you oh, see, no. where is she you at? see this woman walking out in a doll costume, and she just looks normal now, but she looks haunted. She was like, I seriously thought my sister was alive. Oh no. Oh god. I don't think any sort of therapy. Well, I mean, if you need a psychologist, there's one right here, but I, I wouldn't recommend her. <laughs> and Jason, you realize in that moment that everyone threatening a lawsuit means that there might be some Boku bucks involved in getting in on a lawsuit. We mentioned class action, right? Class action! <laughs> Everybody gets a piece. Also, Everyone where's starts my... yelling class action, class action. <laughs> class action. Wait, class where's, action. we gotta get the the police here. Is anyone, is, is yeah, anyone is there here like a, a, pay a phone sheriff? Somewhere we can take our little golden <laughs> coin and use it to call yeah. the police. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wait, but, there is. Wait, wait, I gotta know though, what was gonna be the prize? The pri- oh, we lied. You lied about the prize, too? Yeah, it was all kind of a lie. Buckley! 
Right. What do you want, Buckley? Why are you surprised about this? Of course they lied. Well, thought, it was all an illusion. Well, I thought, like, well, I know yeah, they... as we were saying the entire time, it was all a part of the show. Well, like, well, like I mean, but I mean, I know they spray painted a, a dime, but like I thought, like you know, that was because they used so much money on the prize. So I walk over to Zeke and I grab the coin, and I'm like, Zeke, Buckley, come here, guys. I just, I just want to say. Yes, this was terrifying, but all of that made me realize that, like, secrets and 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 all this kind of stuff, you know, it festers and it, and it bubbles up inside of you. And and I should never have kept the, the divorce a secret from you guys. I, I thought I was protecting you and I thought I was protecting mom and dad. And like, look, thing, things are going to be different. But the three of us, we got to stick together, even if mom and dad aren't, you know. Everything we saw here today, that's that's all horrors that can happen if, if we're not all just honest and open with each other. So let's call the police on this freak and, and get out of here. You're right. I, th- well, speaking of secrets, I, I do got to say one thing is, uh, yeah, uh, this is not my uh, that was not my voice. What? Yeah, this is my voice. You mean grandpa and grandpa? <laughs> grandma and grandpa oh actually live in New York City? <laughs> yeah. And not in Indiana like Listen. we thought? Listen, guys. Even though, even though all of this, all of this stuff was, you know, so like scary, I, I don't regret being here with you. The only thing that I regret was not using my iconic item at all, <laughs> like really ever. Well, maybe, maybe next Halloween we'll we'll get back together and we'll go to a real carnival yeah. somewhere. Oh How my god! That? Wait, that Raven's yeah. real? Yeah, it was real. <laughs> and then the DM I- Dustin Fleischman walks out all <laughs> disoriented. He's like, "Oh my god, Zeke, are you okay?" Uh, are you yeah i'm I'm okay how about are you okay you you seem to how, how did you survive that haunted house as well as you did i don't that, know that crap dude. Was it was messed up it was wild i had every single one of my friends in that house it was like a party oh, that i realized i, I wasn't in I wasn't invited to the party, so I was basically walking in on all of my friends who were having this party without me. There was this giant banner that had my face on it that had, like, a cancellation sign through it, and it said a no-Dustin party. And then I realized, like, I walked in, and then my best friend Tyler turned to me and said, uh, everything about you that you think is wrong with you is right. We talk yeah. about that constantly. <laughs> it was horrifying. It was like the worst nightmare of my life. But you know, I gotta be honest, like all of these, like the psychological manipulation, this, you know, haunting like carnival ride, this like creepy vibe. This is gonna make for a really good campaign. <laughs> and that is where we will end this campaign. Hey. <laughs> that was... Wow, that was incredible. Uh, I loved yeah. that. <laughs> that was good. That was fun. I like that. Sweet. Yeah, well, I just want to give another huge, huge thank you to Michael Hunt over at Unmade Gaming. And once again, uh, you can find out more information about Unmade Gaming at their website. And if you really enjoyed the Glenbrook uh, campaign, you could find that on his website as well. And if you enjoyed listening to the four of us play Pretend, we currently are playing through an original Tales from the Loop mystery. And you can listen to the first 20 episodes of that right now. We'll be back with new episodes starting November 2nd for our main campaign. You can find us at Tales from the Group wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram and threads at Tales from the Group and on X, formerly known as Twitter, at TFTGPod. And you can follow me on Twitch. 
My username is Sir Valentinian. That's Sir Valentine. Drop the E at I-A-N. And you can find me on Staten Island. I mean, uh, Medium. I'm on Medium. I'm at Dusty Tomes, spelled D-U-S-T-Y-T-O-M-E-S. Don't look for me on Staten Island. I'm not there. (laughs) (laughs) And our podcast art is by Haley Foster. And you can follow her on Instagram at Doodles by Red. And from all of us here at Tales from the Group, have a happy and safe Halloween. Until next time. Okay, Okay, boo. boo.